Coming up on today's Expedition Retirement, interest rates are up, but are CDs the answer? Should you pay off your house before you retire? And another person wondering if they should leave their financial advisor. I think I know the answer to that question. Here is all coming up today on Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook, and we are here each week to talk about that thing that's off there in the future. It's going to happen somewhere along the line. You are going to retire. Do you know the details of how that is all going to work? How does your money last for 20, 25, 30 years in retirement? What do you have to guard against, and what do you have to do? Who do you have to help you with this journey? That's what this show is all about, and Greg Ayler is the guy who we talk to all about that. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm pretty excited, Randy. Valentine's Day is upon us, which means the book launches here. There you Um, go. You know, a year and a half of work is about to go live. So we are buzzing with excitement around the offices. We've done a lot of prep work and parties planned. And, you know, we're just ready to launch Fire Your Financial Advisor, man. We are excited to get this rolling and tell our story. This is one of the reasons that we have this show is to show you that there's another way. The the financial industry has built this model with financial advisors and getting a a monthly fee or a quarterly fee. And what are they doing for that fee? And are they covering all the bases? And Greg's book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, digs deep into the history behind it and that showing you that there is another way. So, Greg, I think that this is a it's a message that a lot of people need to hear, isn't it? It is. And, you know, before we get into to business, I guess we should probably talk Super Bowl for at least, what, for one minute just here? Just a minute here. Yeah. Okay. So so was the end just a tragic, you know, referee <laughs> over, over calling? I mean, you don't make that call. You don't make that call, you know, on third down. I feel like it's the same thing that happened to the Bengals, actually. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like the NFL needs Mahomes to continue to win so that they can hang on to their NFL brand. It, it felt like in a lot of ways, you know, the a classic was was kind of stolen from us. And how about the classiness of the Philadelphia fans <laughs> booing Dak Prescott for getting the humanitarian award, the Walter Payton award? Very nice, guys. Appreciate that very much. The people that booed Santa Claus also boo uh, great humanitarian uh, acts. <laughs> were you as confused as I was watching the halftime show? It, I, it was one of the most confusing and bizarre and poorly done, you know, from a person that has that many hits. Mm-hmm. You know, all you got to do is throw in an Aerosmith or a Bon Jovi or anybody <laughs> to mix it up. Instead, she just kind of rocked back and forth in a red snowsuit with a bunch of dudes in white snowsuits for 15 minutes. It was just, it was bizarre. And I wonder how many people Googled, is she pregnant? And, and yeah, she is. And uh, because uh, that was very obvious right at the very beginning as well. But it was uh, it was kind of cool, that whole staging up in the air and all that kind of stuff. I, I'd want my money back if I was a Super Bowl. <laughs> if, I, if I booked her a year ago and, you know, it's like, you know, I get it, whatever. You got pregnant, but we probably need a replacement or, or, or think of something else. I, I just think the whole thing was awkward and a disaster. I mean, it was white snowsuits everywhere for 15 minutes just bouncing around. Can you I was, imagine how hot those guys were in those down suits? I mean, my gosh, you're, they're, they're dancing for 13, 15 minutes straight in a down coat. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and she had... She's been around, and we were laughing. You know, we're old, so we were like, you know, Rihanna's been around since like 2005. Yeah. So she has 20, almost 20 years of songs and hits, and she had some good ones. And mm-hmm. you're just like, gosh, you could have thrown in some rock and rollers and some classics or some other stars. And it was, it felt like an opportunity lost because she does have some, you know, songs that everybody knows. And I think it would have been really fun to kind of mix it up. And instead, she just kind of walked around and lip sank and seemed to not even know the words to her own songs. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, we are here on this show to talk about what you can have in retirement and the life that you can have in retirement and building that life in retirement and how are you going to get help to do just that so that's what we're here for and if you're thinking about retirement if you can see it in the near horizon there give us a call go to our website getyourroadmap.com is our website and you can also give us a call as well we'll tell you more about that in a little bit now greg did you see the movie the big short i'm I'm sure you probably did it's all about the 2008 financial crisis absolutely it was a good movie it really was. It was well done. Uh, Steve Carell in that movie played the part uh, in real life of Steve I 
Weissman. And he's the guy who bet against the uh, the housing market and made millions and millions of dollars in the end. He didn't want to do it because he felt like, you know, he was going against the system and doing exactly what people hate. But he did because there was so much money. But Steve Eisman just recently said in the news that the stock market is experiencing a shift away from growth and tech stocks and moving more to a conservative approach using fixed products and higher interest rates. Kind of obvious there. What do you think of that? That's that's a Wall Street guy saying that, Greg. Wow. You, I mean, what a genius. Interest rates <laughs> increase triple, and he's going to say people are going to go to higher interest rates. I mean... You know, sometimes you scratch your head. I guess saying the obvious sometimes is what makes it obvious. And, mm -hmm. and, and you know, it's right in front of our faces, but it, it makes sense. I mean, people are seeing tens of thousands of layoffs. I think we talked about in the show last yeah. week. You know, we had like projecting over another million layoffs maybe this year in 2023. And how does that affect tech stocks? You know, the NASDAQ and all these other, you know, indices that are relying heavily on these growth engines are going to probably gear down a little bit. And, you know, where do you go with your money if the stock market starts to go backwards? And we're luckily seeing, you know, interest rates come back up again, which creates a whole nother breed of investment options that were gone and, you know, we thought extinct for the last decade, things like CDs and bonds and things like annuities. Is it hard to have a conversation with somebody and say, hey, Fixed products right now are getting 4 and 5%. That's really, really good. You don't need 8, 10, 15% in the market in order to make your retirement work. Is that a tough conversation? Uh, it depends on the person. Okay. <laughs> it's a really easy conversation for the folks we seem to work with. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I think people are saying enough of this up and down and putting your life savings on the blackjack table and, and hoping for the best and saying, at this point, now we have some options with some good interest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all anybody ever wanted. Unfortunately, in you know the last decade during this bull market, it's been 1% or the stock market were the two options. And people are like, well, I need to make more than 1%, I think. So I, I need to be in the stock market, I guess. And now it's like, well, you can have the stock market or you can have 4 or 5%. And people are raising eyebrows like, you know what, 4 or 5% doesn't sound too bad, Randy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, when you start kind of unpacking what things can deliver those interest rates, you know, you're starting to hear things. You're hearing a lot of, a lot of money market chirping, some CDs. Obviously, uh, annuities have had record banner months. You know, every month seems to beat the last of the most annuities ever sold back in November and December and now here January and February. So we're seeing a lot of shift to things that we've been talking about in this show for almost two years now, Randy. I mean, we always have said the pension, you know, that was taken away back in the 80s was really what most people wanted was a predictable source of income that people could rely on in retirement. And instead, they got this kind of lottery ticket statement that kind of goes up and down all the time. And they got to figure it out. And, you know, it's never really fit the profile of most, you know, sub $2 million, you know, retirees because they can't afford to go backwards like the multimillionaires. They can't afford to lose 20, 25% like we did in 2022. And to get past that, I think people are hungry and craving some more options. And I think here they come. So let's put some math on this. Our By the Numbers uh, segment for today, we're going to compare a 4% CD and a 4% annuity. Now, I think 4% is 4%. So when you told me that, I thought, what could possibly be the difference here? But, Greg, there is a difference between two products in they have the same interest rate. How is that possible? Well, it's possible because the IRS has given preferential tax treatment to annuities in the IRS code. And people are like, well, what the heck does that mean? And the way I can make it simple is when you do your taxes every year on April 15th, what do you do with your savings accounts and your CDs, right? You get those 1099s in the mail mm -hmm. from Chase or Huntington or wherever you guys bank, and, and that includes the interest, right? So what does that mean? That means you're paying taxes on all the interest you earned, and that makes sense. You, you pay it every year. That's not how annuities work. The way annuities work is that the tax is deferred. And you're saying, well, what does that mean? It means you get to wait until you actually take money out of the annuity until you pay tax on your gains. So if you put that money in there, you know, Randy, it may not sound like a lot because, oh, you know, I'm only paying, you know, 10 or 15% on my interest. But over the course of 10 years, I did some math for you, a 4% CD goes from 148000 for a CD at the end of those 10 years mm -hmm. after taxes to 162000 for the annuity. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit more than you win about $10,000 more, Randy. Wow. Uh, you know, or, or 15, actually. When you uh, do the math of saying tax deferred versus taxable, 
uh, an annuity versus CD. So you're like, oh, you know, that's 10 or 15 grand. But I did the math over and, you know, the way compounding works is the longer it happens, the more extreme it, it shows you. And I did the same CD over the course of a retirement and that CD ended up returning about 324000 for the CD and 426000 for the annuity. That's significant. So it's an extra $100,000 on a 4% return. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? And that's the power of compounding. Mm. When you're actually getting interest on your interest and you don't have to pay tax on it until you pull it out, that money keeps working for you. And that's one of the gems that no one talks about with annuities. And you're probably wondering why my financial advisor doesn't talk about annuities or CDs, probably for that matter. Well, if they take money out of the stock market, that financial advisor takes a pay cut. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. your money goes into conservative investments, that financial advisor probably at Edward Jones or Fisher or Edelman or Raymond James takes a pay cut. And that sounds terrible that you think, oh, no, they would never do that. But, I mean, doesn't it make sense? You know, it'd be hard to not justify keeping money in the system that gets them paid. But if they start moving things to money markets, to CDs, to annuities, those things don't they don't get their 1% anymore if that money leaves their system. So 4% is not 4% in every different financial vehicle. 4% in a CD isn't going to give you what 4% gives you in an annuity because of taxes. 4% in your stock or your mutual fund isn't going to give you that either because you're doing a lot of risk and you're also paying your financial advisor. So 4% is not 4%. You got to got to place that money properly. That's exactly right. I mean, don't get me started about the powers of fees. I mean, that CD and annuity doesn't have any fees, right? Right. It's already factored in when it was sold. So they already actuarially underwrit the cost of selling it and to support it beforehand. And that's how they guarantee. They said, after we do all that stuff, you still get 4%. That's what makes annuities and CDs so much different when they say, well, you know, people get commissions for selling CDs or they get commissions for selling annuities. Well, sure. People get commissions for selling everything in this world from iPhones to televisions to cars. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the big difference is they've already factored in those costs to what they're selling. Where when you get sold with financial advisors, 1% fee, they don't guarantee anything. They just guarantee the only thing you know that's going to happen to your account is they're going to take 1%. <laughs> Their only guarantee in your retirement is that they are going to keep taking 1%. That's the only guarantee you get when it comes to your retirement dollars. So, you know, I think I, people need to think about that. Oh my gosh, I don't know how much that's going to be over a lifetime. Well, nobody does. And that's part of the scary part about this system that doesn't really make sense for retirees, Randy. So give us a look on uh, the website for Fire Your Financial Advisor, simply fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. All of this is outlined in Greg's book, and we're going to talk more about that in just a second here. But I just think it's interesting that if you try to go this alone and you say, okay, there's a 4% CD, 4% sounds good, but the 4% in the annuity is better because of the tax situation. So these are things that you don't know unless you sit down with the team at Golden Reserve. And I think that's one of the advantages is we're going to lay all this out for you. And we're going to talk to you in terms of what is it for risk when we talk about our market flashlight, but what is it about taxes when we build our tax map for you? All of that is included in our roadmap for retirement and so much more. We'll talk more about it as we go through the show today. But if you don't have a written plan, a written roadmap here, as we say here on the show, for your retirement. Let's get that going right now. Go to getyourroadmap.com. That's a great place to start. Very easy to remember. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information there so our team can reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar, and then we'll start doing the math, just like we just did with Greg. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We'll be right back with more Expedition Retirement. We're not financial advisors, and we're not financial planners either. We are sheepdogs, and our life's mission is to protect and guide retirees just like you down retirement mountain safely. Our goal is to protect and guide you around the greatest risks to running out of money in retirement, like when and how much tax to pay on your IRA every year, choosing the right amount of market risk, not overpaying for investments or financial advice, and protecting against those rising long-term care costs. And to protect you from a trillion-dollar financial industry that has left you alone on Retirement Mountain, an industry that's been underserving and overcharging retirees for the last 50 years. But now, you're no longer alone on this retirement path. 
you have a team of retirement planners that will walk with you every step of the way. We build a roadmap for retirement for every client to protect you from the four largest risks in retirement. To learn more on how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. Also, look for our podcast as well, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can hear past shows. You can hear sections of shows. There's an awful lot there for you to explore on your time. You can listen on your way to work. You can listen at home. You can listen at night, whenever. It's all there for you on our podcast again at iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Okay, speaking of uh, going online here, Greg, we're going to have a lot of people doing the very same thing, going to Amazon. Fire Your Financial Advisor is out and available, and uh, for a limited time, it's very, very inexpensive. Tell me a little bit about that. That's right. This weekend, if you go to Amazon, we are putting it on sale for its first week live, so you can get it for $0.99, cents, the ebook for a couple more days. So nice. if you listen to this show, you've probably got a couple days left that you can snag it for $0.99. Cents. Otherwise, obviously, the hard copy and the soft cover will be also available on Amazon. If you miss out on that, uh, I'd encourage everybody else to go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Uh, firefinancialadvisor.com is obviously a website dedicated solely to the book, and you can also buy it on that format if uh, you uh, are running a little bit behind and you're like, hey, I want a hard copy. So, you know, we look forward to getting it out there and hearing the feedback. And, you know, it's a really exciting week, Randy. Obviously, you know, you've known about this book since I started writing it you mm -hmm. know, almost two years ago. And, you know, when you're finally done and you see stacks of, you know, we had 10,000 books here in the office that we're sending out to clients and friends and family. Um, it's just very surreal to have it in a situation where you can share something that you care so much about. I mean, our mission has always been to help retirees and the people that are exploited and overlooked. And it feels great, you know, in the meetings and in the events to hand this out and then have them call us a week later and say, you know what, your, your book really spoke to me or your book really meant a lot to me. Thanks for helping us fight back. Thanks for helping us, you know, understand how the financial industry doesn't care about us and has taken advantage of us and what we can do now to ensure that our, our family and, you know, future generations are taken care of. And that means a lot to us. That's why we did it. So what I get from the book and every, uh, all of your descriptions of it is just telling people that there is another way. I mean, you can go this alone and you can try to, you know, work your retirement, do your math. And maybe you're one of those spreadsheet people. Maybe you can do that. But the other alternative is to go to a financial advisor. And you're saying there is another way. I mean, the idea of a financial advisor that doesn't even exist at Golden Reserve. We're still going to deal with market money and all of that. But you talk about how there's a difference between a retirement planner and a financial advisor, and you have built your model around planning for retirement. That's exactly right. I mean, in a nutshell, the book is a fun pun on essentially the history of the financial service industry from 1980 until now and how we got in this mess and how the model was built really just to charge retirees, not really to help them. And, you know, when we talk about the quintessential problem with the system is it's just selling investments. and frankly, that's not what 95% of Americans need. They don't need help buying investments, Randy. They need help with life. They need help with retirement. Mm -hmm. We should start talking about retirement and stop talking about investments all the time. And to do that, you need other people in your life. And that's why in our hallways, we have CPAs, we have attorneys, we have a lot of folks in here that are built to actually help folks with retirement, which is the goal here. And retirement isn't just picking the next Google or Amazon or Facebook stock. That isn't how it works. You know, it's it's not Gordon Gecko time for the, all of you out there that remember the old Wall Street movie, mm -hmm. right? Like, it, that's not what retirees need. Retirees need a guide. They need a sheepdog to help protect and guide them in retirement and help them navigate what happens in life. Things like healthcare issues, things like how to take money out of your IRA from a tax perspective. And just picking investments, I think we've pretty much got to the point where everyone knows no one can beat the market. You know, net fees, it's never been done consistently. You know, one person has a great year, and the next year they have a dog. And that's the nature of gambling. I mean, Randy, you've gone to Vegas and won, right? Uh, Maybe? Very seldom. <laughs> right, but, but, but you've done it, right? Yes, I have. Well, that doesn't mean that you know how to beat Vegas. Right. 
that that's the point. Just because you've won one year, or you made some money one year doesn't mean you figured it out. And ironically, like everybody that's been at Vegas, you always seem to kind of brush the losses under the rug mm-hmm. or forget about those. And you seem to always go back to the one time you won. And I think that's unfortunately how our minds work with our financial advisors. We think, oh, what they, they did a great job for me. Yeah. In 2020, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but now what, what have they done for me lately? And they keep losing and they keep losing to the market. And that is where ETFs and index funds, and I talk about that in the book of how they've came to replace a lot of the investment options and how they can do it cheaper and more efficiently and effectively. And that's where we're at, Randy. We're to a point where it's like, you know, Jack Vogel, the founder of Vanguard, came up with index funds, you know, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago. Might be a little longer than that. But, you know, he was always famous for saying, why look for the needle when you can buy the whole darn haystack? Mm -hmm. And he's right. You know, it's like these times of trying to like time markets, like it's all hoopla. No one's been able to do it. It's never been done. And yet we keep acting like there's value there. And I think that is what this book's about is like, let's cut through all of this jargon and all this unnecessary cost and fees and expenses and confusion. And let's just get down to like, what do I need to survive retirement and do the things I want to do? Because I want to go to Applebee's on Thursdays. I want to go to Florida in January and February when it's cold. And I want to be able to spoil my grandkids. And when people start breaking it down like that, it starts getting real easy. And, you know, (laughs) we laugh, right? Like how many times have we said, the more you look at the stock ticker, the worst job your financial advisor is doing. (laughs) Jack Bogle famously said, why would you want to be in a system where you take 100% of the risk and get one third of the return? Because you know who's getting the other two thirds? Wall Street. And that is the system that's out there for you, the system that Greg is fighting, the system that Greg has written this book about, and we would love to lay this out for you. And you can get it for 99 cents this weekend. So give us a look on the website, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Very simple, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com or check on Amazon. It is now available for you. Well, since we're talking about advisors right now, why don't we give you a real good example here, a real-life example of how this isn't working. This is another one of the retirees riding into MarketWatch into the advice column wondering about their advisor. This is a couple that's been retired for six years. In January of last year, they had $500,000 in their retirement account. By December, they had lost $100,000. They called their advisor to ask why, and during the meeting... The advisor said, well, this year we could probably lose another $100,000 by the end of the year. His question, should I stay or should I go? What did, what went wrong here, Greg? <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, there's so many similarities between Stockholm Syndrome and financial advisors. <laughs> you know, the, the captors, the kidnappers, right? How you start to really feel like you need them, right? <laughs> the kid that was kidnapped or the person that was kidnapped start to build these relationships because they feel like they need this person in their lives. And I hate to, you know, make light of such a, a, a terrible situation, but let's be honest, they've kidnapped your money. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like it's their money. So you call them to ask permission when you spend it. This person's asking permission to take their money somewhere else after losing almost 30% of it. Yep. And, you know, it's lunacy. Like, in what other aspect of life would you not be in the car driving away looking for some other service provider, right? Like, the answer is never. You know, if someone mows your lawn and they leave a third, you know, there's just strips of unmowed, you know, grass, you fire them. Right. Yeah, or you want your money back. And, you know, if somebody does a tax return and you get audited by the IRS because they forget to file it on the right date, you fire them. And these are the things that for some reason— This financial services kind of trance they put us into is like, well, we've already lost this money. Don't we? Shouldn't we just ride it out and see if they can make it back? And you're like, oh, my gosh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know, and that's where we jump in. And we have a story in the book about uh, a gentleman who had a very similar experience, but a, a lot worse loss, essentially back in 2009 where they had just retired. And those people that retire right on the cusp of a crash is always the most heartbreaking, like similar to this couple here, right? Because they don't even get to enjoy the ride up, right? They just go right down the roller coaster. And, you know, he was a mountain of a man. I remember sitting across the meeting and, you know, he was tearing up and his wife was crying. And obviously when you're a lawyer, um, you know, I, I think people feel the permission to be a little bit more vulnerable, unlike a separate meeting. So, they're in tears and they were just embarrassed and they didn't know what to do. And I said, listen, let's, let's, t- let's hit the pause button. This is just a number. 
you know, and it was shockingly close. I think it was six hundred thousand, not five hundred thousand. I think they lost, but they lost. Wow. They lost a lot. They lost a lot more. I think they lost almost half. With a very similar story, you know, the local guy that went to their church and did all the right things and had the Bible verses in his hallways and and, and taught, you know, like the the typical faith-based financial advisor that, you know, really was just in it for himself and sold a bunch of high-cost American fund mutual funds. And, you know, I hate to, you know, this story happens time and time again. I get so heated just thinking about it because it's so selfish and self-serving. And, you know, they kind of put their hands in the air and act like it's not their fault, but it is their fault because they could have put their money in safer investments. And this couple, you know, when we did the math and I said, listen, what are you guys doing? Like, what do you guys do each year? Their house was paid off. They didn't have any expenses and they lived a pretty fairly simple retirement. They didn't have a lot of extravagant needs. And, you know, he was their biggest hang up. Randy is like, I have to go back to work. That was where his mm-hmm. mind went. You know, you lose a hundred thousand, you got to go make a hundred thousand before you can get to work. Mm-hmm. And that was his. That's kind of the blue collar. I mean, I love it. That's American grit. That's what made this country great. And and, and I freaking love that. That's how they think. But when I did the math, Randy, and you know, after three meetings, we kind of walked him through and said, "Listen, I know you guys only have three hundred and whatever it was, twenty thousand dollars left in your accounts, but I'm doing some rough math here, and I think you're fine." And they were like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, I, I don't know why, you, you, you know, your last person didn't tell you this, but it looks like this will last you for the rest of your retirement based on how you guys live. And, you know, they were they didn't believe us at first. And, and you know, I sat there and showed them the math and, and, and we went through it. And, you know, like I said, they had no debt and they had, you know, I think she was a retired teacher. So she had an SDRS pension. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that basically covered all their living needs. So I was like, you know, this is just fun money. And let's see if we can put this in some conservative investments and start to win back here, a little here, a little there. And at the end of the day, fast forward seven years later, we saw them, I think, not too long ago, and they're they're all smiles. Well, I'm going to call him Jack. That's not his name, but Jack never smiles. But he was as happy as Jack could be. <laughs> and he didn't have to go back to work. And I think that's the same for this couple. Like, you, you know, these numbers are just numbers until we bring them to life to see what you actually need in retirement. And that's what the retirement tent does, Randy. You know, we build that retirement tent so that you can see your income needs and your expenses and what you spent the previous year so that we can then forecast future years. We don't try to tell you what to spend or not spend. We just use the, what you're actually spending, and then we push it forward so that you can see, oh, I'm not going to run out of money. Oh, I can't spend more of my money. And in situations like this, of course, they should fire their financial advisor. Anybody that puts, you know, someone that has $500,000 all into the market at risk, shame on that person. Yeah. And and that, that's not how and what a sheepdog would do. That's not someone that would protect and guide you should do. You know, that that's what some, that's what a salesperson does. Yeah. Right. And that's really what happens almost every day with the financial advising industry is they keep selling their 1% fees and their, their market hopeful, wishful thinking, and they're betting on the future with your life savings. So in both these stories, the story in market watch and the story that you just told, there was a huge, there was a huge difference in communication there. Okay, so in this particular story in Market Watch, they probably had no idea what their strategy was, what their risk level was, and there was no communication. And the answer that came in is, yeah, you lost a hundred thousand, and we got to get that back. So we're going to put some risk on the table. So you could lose another hundred thousand, but maybe we can get it back. In in your story, Greg, that the person had no idea why they had lost this money. But then when they sat down with you, they realized, hey, I'm going to be okay," And the reassurance was there. So that's what you want from a retirement planner. And I'm using that term because that's what we use here at Golden Reserve. You need a retirement planner. You don't need somebody who's going to be totally focused on investments and doing a bad job for you. You need somebody who's going to take care of the things that you're going to deal with in retirement, like taxes and the fees that all of this is costing you. Can you imagine losing 20% of your money and then paying to do it? That's not what you want. A long-term care compass that we talk about on our show as well in the income tent. All of these things are things you're going to deal with in retirement, but it's way more than what your financial advisor probably is dealing with. And even if they do have a written plan, I wonder if all of those things are in there. Give us a call and we'll put a roadmap together with all of that in there. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com, or you can give us a call, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. A lot of people wonder about this question, and we're going to deal with it today. Should I pay off my house before I retire? Great question. We'll deal with it coming up on Expedition Retirement. All 
right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor. 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way, and Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us at getyourroadmap.com. If it's time to talk about how your retirement is going to work, you don't have anything down on paper, you're just hoping this is going to work, well, let's give you more than just hope. Let's put some hard math behind it. You can find us online at getyourroadmap.com. Okay, so a lot of us have different feelings about debt. You might say, it's just a, a fact of life, you know? I, I have a 30-year note on my house. I have debt. I have a six-year note on my car. I have debt. For some of us, it's easy to deal with. For others, it just nags at us. It's like a splinter in your foot, and you just got to get rid of it. You got to do everything you can. So when you get close to retirement, a lot of people say, let me get rid of my mortgage. I want to pay off my house. And sometimes they do that by not putting money in their retirement accounts by trying to pay off debt. So, Greg, is it a good idea? I, I've heard the phrase, there's good debt and there's bad debt. What do you think about paying off your house before you go into retirement? Oh, man, I hope Dave Ramsey's not listening. <laughs> I'm probably going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. And, and I think that there's two reasons to make this decision. Reason one is an emotional one, and that can be perfectly fine. Reason two is a financial one, which can also be perfectly fine. So there's two ways to think about paying off debt. What you just hit the nail on the head was the feeling of retiring. A lot of retirees feel like they have to have all their debt paid off or they can't retire. Mm -hmm. It's just what they were taught. It's part of the Great Depression. It was part of how everyone viewed retired as you cannot get to retirement if you have debt. And we get that. If that's going to ruin your retirement and hang over your head and provide you angst and stress, it should be a factor. 100% should be a factor. Don't discount the emotional component of paying off debt. But the financial one is a real number analysis. It's crunching some data. And I can speak from experience. I just, you know, moved into our first house. You know, we finally pulled the trigger and built our first house. Mm -hmm. And when we did it, you know, one of my goals was to pay off the debt over the course of 10 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll be honest, Randy, you know, we got our mortgage at 2.75%. And my financial kind of game plan that I had ironed out for the next 10 years got thrown in the trash can. And it got thrown in the trash can because having CDs or money markets that pay 4 or 5% changes everything. And the reason it changes everything is because if I start paying down my 2.75% debt instead of putting that money in a money market that's paying 4%, I'm losing 1.25% every year. Mm -hmm. And over the course of a mortgage, I mean, that's not tens, but probably hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost gains. Mm -hmm. And I think that is how we need to start thinking about this. And, you know, I tell everybody to look at a couple of things right now. If you have a fixed 30 and you have a low interest rate, you know, my gut says you're probably not going to pay that off if your CD or your money market is paying more from a financial standpoint. I mean, that's just common, you know, just math, right? If you can put that money in a CD that makes a considerable amount more than your 30-year fixed mortgage payment, you can kind of do the math, right? And then at the end of the mortgage payment, you can take that money and just pay it all off, right, Randy? I mean, sure. that's kind of that's calculator 101 addition subtraction. Mm -hmm. 
But I do warn, and I am very nervous about the majority of the world out there that got a little pride greedy and took the five-year arm. And the reason that they're, you know, probably shaking in their boots a little bit is that, you know, interest rates have went up considerably. And if you have a five-year arm or a 10-year arm and, you know, you bought that, you know, who knows when you bought that or a five and five or a five and one, those are instruments that have floating interest rates over a certain period of time. So, you know, a lot of times they are capped, so they can't go up more than 1% a year or 2% a year. Then some of them are uncapped, I think. But you need to understand how that works and what that payment looks like. To me, that is a driving factor of whether or not you should pay your house off. If you've got a 30-year fixed, you know what it is. It's plain and simple. And frankly, you know, Randy, the money that's in your savings account, you can always pay the mortgage off, right? Like if you want the peace of mind, put that amount of money that you were going to pay off the mortgage in a separate savings account, name it, home mortgage payoff, and win yourself a couple percent of interest every year until it gets paid off, right? Like, so if the interest rates do go up or something changes, you can always just cut a check out of there and you have the same peace of mind, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But if you're on an arm, I would probably be pulling those papers right now and saying, all right, shoot, my interest rate's going to go from 2% to 5%. What does that mean for my payments? Well, my payments quadruple. Well, it may be time then to probably start saying if you're, you know, if your interest payments are higher than four, five, or 6%, then it probably makes a lot of sense to pay off that debt. So if somebody is making that decision and they're, they're sacrificing the fact that they could be putting money in a retirement account or they could be paying off their mortgage, you would say, hey, if you got a 2.5% mortgage, put it in the retirement account and, and you know pay off your mortgage. I, I mean, I'm paying off my mortgage so that it gets paid off the year that I retire. It's not causing me any angst, any problem like that. I've just got it all figured out that the year I retire, that's the year that my mortgage will also be paid off. So that's my plan for this, but not at the cost of, you know, not putting money in your 401k or not putting money in an IRA or not putting money in a savings account. So it's certainly a decision that if you want to sit down and talk to a retirement planner, which way should I go with this? Where should that money go? My kids are out of the house now. I got a little extra money to put away. Where should I put this money uh, to use? Get rid of those credit cards. Get rid of your car note. But watch on the mortgage. That's something that you can sit down and talk to the team at Golden Reserve about. All right. Talk about financial advisors. And we're going to continue to talk about Greg's book, FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. I brought this in today because this is another answer in the financial industry to doing less work, I think. We've heard of, you know, financial advisors, and then we've heard of robo-advisors, where they use algorithms and it costs you less. But now artificial intelligence is starting to enter into the conversation. There is something called chat GPT. And this is, you know, you know when they, they, uh, they program a computer to play chess and then they have a chess master play against it and see who wins, right? Well, they recently took chat GPT and they gave them the Wharton School of Business MBA exam and it passed. It also scored well on the multi-state bar exam. So they're thinking, why can't we use this for financial advice? So I went to this step, Greg. I went into chat GPT and said, what makes a successful financial plan for retirement? And I got a list. It said, reduce your debt, create a budget, diversify, plan for unexpected events, consider social security and other income sources, and see a financial advisor. So <laughs> there was nothing in there about taxes, fees, or long-term care planning, which are three of our four big boulders. I guess this should not be a surprise to any of us, Greg. No, it shouldn't. My dad worked at Honda growing up, so I don't know about this, but, you know, they came into Marysville around 1983. And I remember as a kid, you know, whenever I hear anything about artificial intelligence or robots or, or all these things, they had a robot that was drawing a picture. And they said that, you know what, these robots are going to be running this assembly line in, in, in five years. And here we are in 2023. And guess what? There are still a lot of humans mm -hmm putting together cars, painting cars, welding cars, and doing all the things out there that need to be done. Now, are things advancing? Sure. You know, of course they are. But, you know, in terms of this AI stuff, I mean, it's I guess it's neat for the nerds that want to go into that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, you know, the emotional human component is going to be hard to quantify with a computer, right? You know, hearing someone talk about their dreams to go to Italy, you know, hearing about how someone cares about their grandkids. It's just really going to be hard to be getting out of a inputted form on a PDF that you put <laughs> online and it spits it out, right? Like, yeah. 
Uh, call me old fashioned, but I, I think, you know, the human element of retirement planning is what makes a sheepdog a sheepdog and what makes us us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you mm-hmm. start removing that mission of helping people and caring about people, then, you know, what are we doing? People want to be around people. That's who we are. And I think that's what we're finding out more and more is that, you know, you can't replace, you know, a friend with a with, with an iPad. You can't replace parenting with a phone, mm-hmm. right? Like you actually have to talk to your kids. You're going to have to interact with your kids. You're going to interact with your friends and your family. And it's pretty clear, you know, depression and, and happiness has been at all-time declines as technology has risen. That's no coincidence at all. People want to be around people. That's it's how we've always lived. We're social creatures. And I, I think when it comes to retirement planning, it's funny that – or not funny that the system <laughs> – that has, you know, essentially exploited retirees for the last 50 years is the exact same system this AI computer bot mm-hmm. spit right back out at you, which makes sense because that's what is being fed by the Internet, right? That's where it gets all its information. It's being fed the jargon and all the, the BS that, that, that the world's been kind of forcing us and forcing down our throat where that's not what people need in retirement. They need, obviously, you know, someone to help protect their assets, to someone talk about attorneys, to talk about taxes, to help reduce their fees, and to get off the you know, the 1% gravy train that the financial advisors have been kind of riding for too long. Well, you've outlined this in your book, and you've talked about it here on the show, that part of the problem of the financial industry is the lack of communication. They'll call you once a year and send you a birthday card or golf with you or take you out to lunch or something like that once a year just to touch base and make sure they know, ah, you're my buddy, you're, you're, you're the person I'm, I'm, you're, I'm helping you uh, get your way through retirement. And that's not enough communication. When you're losing money, and we've talked about this, we brought this up a whole bunch of different times, people in the market watching, writing into the column, hey, I lost $100,000. I don't know why. Well, if you have an AI for your financial advisor and that's who's helping you through retirement, who are you going to call? Honest to God, who are you going to call? Who's going to sit down with you and answer your questions? And Greg, it's not going to be a machine. When you said that, I really wanted to say Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. You said it three times. I felt like you wanted me to yell Ghostbusters. You should. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, our hope is that you call Golden Reserve. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's the... That's the rub, right? When we have events and we do seminars and we do TV and we do radio, the universal feedback is I've never heard anyone talk about retirement. They just talk about investments. Mm -hmm. And that's like the nicest thing people could ever say to us. I think that validates our mission and our statement. And, you know, when we talk about how to figure out if your retirement is on the right track, that's where our roadmap comes into play, Randy. That roadmap is essentially the guide, the layout of how do we ensure the four biggest risks in retirement, you have a plan, you know, taxes, long-term care, fees, you know, obviously the market. All four of those things are addressed in our roadmap through four different tools. We build it out, we provide it with you and show you where you're at in terms of a protection standpoint, and then we tie it together. At Golden Reserve, you know, we don't take a pay cut when you have a good time. And most financial advisors can't say that. When you go out and buy an RV or you go on vacation, that financial advisor that's working with them takes a pay cut. And that's a conflict of interest, Randy, that we want to make sure everyone is very aware of. There is a difference between sitting down with a financial advisor and sitting down with a team at Golden Reserve. There's a difference. I mean, this is your life's savings. This is your life's work. You want to have a living, breathing human being on the other side of the table that you can look at them and say, hey, something just happened in my life. It looks like I'm headed for divorce or my spouse is sick and the diagnosis is not good. And I I didn't think I was going through retirement by myself, but that's kind of the way it looks now or something along those lines. You need somebody to talk to. And as these things happen in your life, you're going to want to sit down and talk about the adjustments that you're going to have to make financially. Give us a call at Golden Reserve. We can be that team for you. We're going to build that roadmap for retirement and adjust it as it needs to be adjusted. Sure, we're going to talk about investments, but that's not all. That's not where it stops. There's going to be tax talk. There's going to be talking about how much this costs and putting more of that money in your pocket. What about the biggest drag that could possibly happen on your retirement funds, a long-term care event? What about income? How are you going to get paid in retirement? Let's answer those questions for you. Getyourroadmap.com is our website. Just start right there. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll build that roadmap for retirement for you at no charge. You can also give us a call, 855-546-2074. 
855-546-2074. Got another list for you. I love the in the news segment that we do. This comes out of out of the people of at Forbes. They have five things that you need to ask yourself before you retire. We'll have that list for you coming up next on Expedition Retirement. What's your biggest debt in retirement? For most of you, it's not your home mortgage. It's your IRA and your 401k accounts. You owe Uncle Sam tax on those accounts, and most people have no idea how much. You see, most people just listen to their financial advisor and use Uncle Sam's plan. Wait until 73 and then take out the required minimum withdrawals. But Uncle Sam doesn't let you wait until 73 so that you end up paying him less money in taxes. That's why the Golden Reserve team of CPAs build a tax map for every client as part of our Roadmap for Retirement process. Your tax map will lay out how much and when to take money out of your IRA so you end up paying Uncle Sam the least amount of taxes possible. To learn more about our tax map and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here for you. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Okay, in our news today, we're going to go to an article in Forbes. Five things to ask yourself before retiring. Number one, what if the stock market crashes? Number two, how am I going to pay for medical bills? Number three, who's your financial advocate? Interesting. Number four, what happens to you or your spouse if one of them passes away? And number five, what's your income if you even need it? Hmm. Why would you not need income in retirement? Okay, Greg, let's uh, take a look at these. Uh, do you look at this as just another typical Forbes magazine, Wall Street kind of list, and it's just missing a lot of things? Or what do you see here? You know, everybody loves lists. I love lists. Mm -hmm. Randy, you love lists. Absolutely. Everybody like I love me a list, right? Who doesn't want to check a box, delete an email when something gets done or replied to? Like, it's exciting. Risks are a little dangerous. I mean, obviously, retirement's iterative. We don't always know what's going on under the hood of everyone we talk to. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. And I don't hate this list. Okay. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to say it's my favorite list. But what if the stock market crashes is a good question because you get to hear what they say, you know, like or, you know, to me, it's like, well, what options do I have other than the stock market? Or do you sell annuities or do you believe in conservative investments and seeing what their investment philosophy is? Do you use annuities and the market? What kind of tools do you have available? I want to make sure when I use someone, if I hire someone for my life savings, I want to make sure they have every tool in their tool belt at their disposal and they're not biased for one versus the other. You know, that to me, that's the, the, the real market question. Uh, how do you pay for medical bills? It's a weird question. I think the better question is what's going to happen if I go in the nursing home? What's your plan? Mm -hmm. You know, put them on the spot. Let's ask the big question. Hey, man, if I go in the nursing home, what's the story, dude? How are you going to help me? What's the plan? Obviously, there's a 75% chance one of us is going to end up in there, and it's $10,000 a freaking month. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your plan? Go mm -hmm. and see if they have one. I don't know what who's your financial advocate. What does that mean? I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> okay. Stupid. That's a stupid question. We can put that on the dumb question okay. list. Gotcha. All right. What happens if your spouse passes away? It's, it's another question of, you know, I think they need to be more poignant. You know, my better question would be, do you have an estate plan with an attorney? Do you have more than a will? Do mm -hmm. you have a trust? Like, let's ask the real questions. There's not that many options for most retirees. Do you have a trust or a will or neither? Do you want one? Do you want delayed distributions to your kids? Does it matter? Do you want distributions to go to your grandkids? There are different ways of asking these questions to get to the heart of instead of these vague things. By the way, because these questions are such softballs, the financial advisor is going to talk your ears off and not get you're not going to learn anything. So if you go in there with more poignant answers of getting real kind of information, then you'll, you'll be better off, right? Like, hey, do you work with an attorney? Do you pay for my legal plan? You know, I don't see anything on here in terms of taxes, which is to me the biggest mess. Right, right. Um, what's your income plan? If <laughs> so, you so, even so. need one. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't plan on living, you know, in, in the woods like a hermit, right? Like I, I like to be able to go grocery shopping in, in a couple trips, right? So. At the end of the day, if I had a list, I guess, you know, if I want to do a better list of five things to ask yourself before retiring, do I have my taxes covered from all aspects, my tax returns and how to take money out of my IRA? That's a big, that's a big cost. Do I have a plan for long-term care? That's a big cost. 
am I overpaying for my financial advice and my financial investments? Probably part three. And am I taking on too much risk in retirement? Those would be my big four. And then I think if those four are taken care of, the income question kind of takes care of itself. But, you know, if you wanted a fourth one, you know, how do you make sure I can keep spending my money and be happy every year? You know, do I have enough money to spend whatever I want, you know, within reason? And, and I think the fun, happy question is a question that never gets asked. And like, hey, I want to make sure how much can I spend every year mm-hmm. and be happy? And that, that's a fun question. And you should ask that. That's It's your retirement. I mean, it shouldn't be all business. Let's let's put a little ice cream in there, Randy, some sprinkles. Let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's ask them what they can actually get out of their life savings they spent 30 years building. But that usually never makes a list. Like, you know, it's a weird conversation, Randy, but every meeting we have with a client, we say, if anything was possible, what would you do? Mm. And we call it it's our possibilities meeting. And You'd be shocked of how people start to open up like, you know what, I, I, I really, I really want to go on an African safari. I really want to go to Alaska and take my whole family. To me, that question you ask yourself is if anything was possible, what would you want to do in your retirement? Dream a little bit, right? Like you've earned the right to dream. You've earned the right to have those thoughts. And then let's see if we can put some pen to paper and bring them, bring them to reality. Yeah. A lot of times we discount those big dreams because we think, ah, oh, that's not even possible. But what if it was? I love that question. What are the possibilities? What would you like to do if you could do anything in retirement? What would it be? And I wonder if your financial advisor is asking you that question. We will ask you that question in Golden Reserve. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website and let's have a serious conversation about your retirement. Dream. Dream a little bit. Let's let's bring those dreams to the table and see if we can make them happen. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. That's where you can start. GetYourRoadmap.com. We'll put together a roadmap for retirement that includes all four of those things, five of them actually, talking about risk and markets and investments, certainly. But we're also going to talk about taxes and some of the, the drags that are on your retirement money, fees. Can we put more of that money in your pocket? The long-term care compass. What if you have a long-term care event or your spouse does? Does that put you in the poorhouse? $10,000 a month is what we're averaging now, folks. And then how are you going to get paid? You, you, you know what you get paid now because you get a paycheck every two weeks. What do you get paid in retirement? And that's more than just Social Security. Those are the kind of things that we need to do the math on. Give us a call and we'll do that for you. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website or 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. All right. Now that the Super Bowl is over, we can turn our attention to what's really, really important. What is Aaron Rodgers going to do next? (laughs) We've had some fun over the last couple of weeks poking fun at Aaron Rodgers, and it's his own fault because he's one big target. He was on another podcast, and you're not going to believe this one about his future. And that's why I think it's going to be important to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat just to be able to contemplate all things uh, my future and then uh, then make a decision that I feel like is – it's best for me moving forward. And What's isolation retreat? We're just going into a cave? Are you not going to talk? You're not going to speak one of those things? What? Is there it's, uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What? <laughs> what? Uh, as a show host, I can tell you I would have said exactly the same thing. Well, so, <laughs> You know who goes on isolation retreats, Randy? Who's that? People with no friends. <laughs> That is what Aaron Rodgers is. He and has too much money. He's got all the money in the world and no one to spend it with because nobody likes him. Uh. And he wants all the attention in the world because guess what? That bright light that's been on him since he was a little kid is about to get turned off. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to is are you capable of transitioning to when you're not the center of the universe? Uh. And uh, I think for most of these spoiled brats, it just is a tough transition, right? You know, it's just really hard for them to, to move forward and move on um, because they're just brats. They're spoiled. You know, like we said before, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is just a better leader. Aaron Rodgers has a better arm, all metric sizes. You know, any kind of measurable metric, Aaron Rodgers is probably actually a much better physical quarterback. But Tom Brady is just a better leader. And, you know, those are the things that actually matter and win championships. You can't win on talent alone. And, and unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers is just not very likable. I, uh, I wonder how many people have walked out of your office after taking a look at a, a retirement plan and said, all right, give me give me four days. I'm going to go into my darkness retreat and I'm going to think about this. I'll get back to you. 
Well, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's, it just sounds like something silly that rich people do, and, you know, good for them. But if you had a bunch of friends, wouldn't you rather just hang on the weekend and go do some stuff with people you cared about and you loved? And, yeah. You know, in retirement, you know, we always see different things that people are shooting for, and I think about how fortunate a lot of our clients are to have those relationships to go out and be able to do things and spoil their grandkids and, and hang out with their kids. And we always say we want to make your, you know, retirement plan boring mm -hmm. and predictable and make your actual retirement the exciting part. And I think, you know, we, we don't have any isolation caves on our on our dream list, unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately for our clients. We don't hear that one come up very often. Uh -huh. But I think it is important that, you know, people don't forget to dream a little and continue to focus on why they got to retirement, which is to enjoy it. You know, we hate to say this, but the financial advising industry hates when you spend your money. Have you ever heard them say, hey, we're doing great, go spend whatever you want? I have never heard a commercial from Fidelity or Edelman or Edward Jones that says, you know what, we're doing great. You guys should just go out and spend as much as you want. No, it's always the world's ending. Milk is $10. Gas is through the roof. Uh, the world's ending. You know, we have another correction coming. You should just take on more risk. The irony, right? It's it, I, I'm going to sidebar here. The irony is that they're saying the world's ending and that you should be scared, yet they want to keep putting your money at risk. <laughs> <laughs> so despite the world being scarier and at risk, they want you to take on more risk to take on and pay for that risk. Like it, it's almost nonsensical. But that's how they get paid. You know, the financial advising industry gets paid 1% or more for your money. You know, the number of zeros in your account is how they get paid. And, Randy, if you broke that down, you know, in any other aspect of life, I mean, think of the grocery store. I mean, if you went to the grocery store and were talking to the teller, and all of a sudden they just started grabbing some of your groceries and putting them behind the, the conveyor belt, you'd be like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, that's my fee. And you're like, I don't understand what you're taking. Oh, no, I'm just going to take a percentage of what you buy. But that, that's not how much it costs. No, that's okay. And you're just sitting there like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden at 2 o'clock in the morning, at the end of the quarter, you see that same teller with like a, a mining hat on going through your refrigerator, taking your favorite beers and your Oreos and saying, hey, oh, it's our quarterly bill from your grocery. I'm just going to take some more, but I'm not going to tell you when and how much. And you're like, I don't get this. That is what happens with your finances. And, you know, these are the scary things that no one seems to care about. And Randy, it's hard to get your hand around. These are people's life savings. I mean, I think they should really be focused on what they're paying. And that's why we do the fee filter. The fee filter is a huge tool that gets people laser focused on what they're paying their financial advisor and what they're paying for their investments so that you can hang on to those double stuff Oreos, Randy. I mean, that, that's important. <laughs> it's very important. The Oreos and the beer, don't touch those. Okay, folks. All right. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. And as we kind of land the plane here today, I want to make sure that you know what happens when you call Golden Reserve. We're going to talk through all of this with you. The roadmap for retirement includes market risk, taxes, fee filter, long-term care compass, and of course, the retirement income tent. So Greg, kind of break that all down for us and what they receive. Absolutely, right? You hit the highlights, Randy. We have four boulders that we talk about, market, taxes, long-term care, and fees. And we have a, a tool for each of those. You know, the market flashlight shows you exactly how much can go backwards in different scenarios in the past, in a 2000 scenario, 2009 scenario, 2022 scenario. It shows you exactly to the penny. Most people say, oh, you have this much at risk. Well, what does that mean? Well, we show you. That means you could lose $187,000. If that's too big, we show you how to adjust it so that you can, hey, Greg, I'm, I want to take on some risk, but I only want to lose up to 50. Okay. We can adjust it so that your max loss based on that history is closer to that range. You know, next up, we have the tax map where we show you how to take money out of your IRA and how much so that you end up not overpaying Uncle Sam when it comes to your IRA tax dollars. People tell you how to put money in your IRA, but never tell you how to take it out. We do that with our team of CPAs that are in-house here at Golden Reserve. Next up, we got the, obviously, long-term care compass. You know, we have a team of estate planning and elder care law attorneys that will help build legal plans to protect you from the biggest risk in retirement, which is going in a nursing home, Randy. You know, that could be up to $10,000 a month, $120,000 a year. What is the plan? Things like asset protection trusts and other legal tools can really ensure that we have that covered. And we just talked about it, but I'll mention again that fee filter is a fun tool for us, not your financial advisor, to show how much you're paying them every year in dollars and what you're paying in dollars for your investments. And then you can measure it against that investment's performance to saying if you're getting your money's worth. And we put this all together, Randy, that gives us our retirement tent, which shows you, hey, here's what you have. Here's how much you spend. Here's how much you have in income. And then, hey, in 20 years, here's what's going to be left. If the market grows 0%, 
Because in our plans, Randy, we don't forecast backwards because that's not how we invest our clients' money. That's just not what we do here. So when we start putting a balance together of all those pieces, it starts to get fun because they can see, oh, my gosh, my money could not grow at all, and I'd still have $800,000 in 20 years. Yes. What does that mean? Hopefully you start chasing those dreams a little bit more and spending some of your money. That is ultimately our goal because we don't take a pay cut when you enjoy retirement. And that's a big part of being a sheepdog. You know, we're here to protect and guide and hopefully show you some ways to have fun with your retirement and money. Well, give us a call at Golden Reserve and we'll sit down and go through all of that with you and build what we call the roadmap for retirement. Again, go to our website, which is very easy. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. And while you're at it today, while you're thinking about it, go to Greg's website for FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. Pick up a copy of the book and we've got a sale on it on Amazon this weekend for 99 cents. So pick that up. And I think that uh, if you like the show, I know you're going to like the book. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN number 165 